As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, we're ready over on our end. So uh, in the booth, whenever you're ready, uh, let's go ahead and get some uh, some fighting game sound effects. Do you need me to slate first or do you need me, like, do I just start saying this stuff? Actually, that's that would be helpful yeah. for our, uh, you know, for our for our end. If you if you give us a slate. OK, um, this is Grippy Fox. I am here to record uh, Street Fighter sounds. So uh uh, I, do you need me to do, I've got this list here. Do you want me to just start with the punches? Yeah. Why don't you just work your way down yeah. that list? And if you need a breather at any point, or if you want to, you know, change up the order, that's totally fine. And yeah, okay. whatever you want, you know, it's light attack, heavy attack, special, whatever you yeah, whatever that means okay. to you. We'll start with the light attacks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, do you need a do you need like a green tea yeah, no, or something? Good, good. You know, I did a lot water. of vocal rest before this, so I'm I'm pretty okay. good. You know, do you need me to start from the beginning? Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, just yeah. Whenever you're ready, we'll just start with the first the 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 light punch sound effect vocalization. Okay, light punch. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm now understanding that's your read. Uh that's your interpretation of of what you're seeing as light. I, I would just say that like think of it as more of like a a light tap. Oh, okay. Like you just like you know what? Yeah. Like 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 underplay this a little bit. Oh, it's a little low. Okay, cool, tap. cool. I don't want to yeah. give you a read, but oh, maybe okay, this great. is like helpful. Like Okay. Huh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, I see what yeah. they did wrong. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. great. Are you guys recording? Yeah, we've been recording. Yeah, we've been rolling this yeah. whole time. Great. We got yeah. all this. Light punch. <laughs> okay, you know what? I, I'm not hearing much no. difference between that and your earlier reads. Why don't we come back to that? Because, you know, we can grab these in whatever order. Uh, and since you are having a little bit more, let's just say, energy right now, why don't we go over to the kicks? Okay, great. So this is great. more of a, these are bigger muscle yep. groups. This yep. is yep. a more, you know, exhausting yeah. mo motion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's let's start with heavy kick. Yeah. I have to stop you. I, did she just throw up? You you threw up a little bit. It came out sort of like in like one like shot, basically. But it also looks like <laughs> it just looks like you're like in a severe amount of pain when you're doing this. Because if you're sick, we can reschedule no, this. I'm not sick. Well, yeah, I mean, I know, but just because you're, we've got to. I mean, we we can have the booth on another day. I just, I, just... I want to give it my all, you know. Like, I I don't okay. want to let you guys down. I don't want to, you know, my my kids are gonna play this game, and I don't want to, you know, I'm 71 years old, so like, Your I don't kids want kids my... are gonna play it, so they're probably like 40. 
Like, are their kids yeah. going to play it? My kids, my grandkids are going to play it. So I really want to uh-huh. give them a shot. At, at, you know, I want them to be able to be like, wow, it really is. It they it sounds like grandma. Look, you're a professional. You have a long list of credits. Uh, you know, we know you, we know what you can do. So uh, let, let, here, here's what I'm going to say. Let's completely change it up. Let's go all the way to level three super attack. So this is you just giving everything you got. This is your this is your match winning move. This is your trump card. Okay, okay, Checkmate. okay, great. Let's hear great. it. <laughs> did, did she die? Did she just, were we witnessing her die? Are you, was her name Grippy? Grippy. Grippy, did you die? I'm, di- I'm dialing 911. We sling sonic booms and beat the shit out of pedestrians as we play You Play Street Fighter VI this week on Get Played. to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. That's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Or, as they say where I currently live, Goeiemiddag. Oh. Wow. I'm, I'm, listeners... Eagle-eyed, eagle-eared listeners uh, heard me mention offhand that I was moving to Amsterdam, and That's indeed right. I did. And nobody so panicked. Yeah, that, that wasn't a bit. You did it. I did it. Uh, I'm, I am uh, abroad for a few months, uh, and then I will return to dreary Los Angeles sometime in the future uh, to be absolutely miserable and terrified of gun violence all over again. Yeah. Well, and Heather, let me just tell you this. To me, you're always abroad. Matt, not cool, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, that flies in the U.S. We can't do that in Europe. Yeah, the Dutch cops are here to arrest you. <laughs> Come and get me, pigs. I'll fucking roundhouse kick you on the street. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of roundhouse kicks, we're talking Street Fighter Six today. This so this is like a, a pretty big event. Right? Yeah. Street Fighter yeah. games used to... Wait, what was this? What? Why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing uh, at you. There was just like a slight pause when Nick sort of like very excitedly said that this is a big deal. And we were all quiet for maybe like a second and a half. Yeah, I thought my internet died maybe. 
No, like we didn't give him. We didn't give him anything. <laughs> well, I expected there to be some follow up because normally Nick's like, we're here to discuss Street Fighter Six. It's a it, latest in this long series of video games by oh, Capcom and yeah. one of their most profitable I, franchises. But I instead, he was just like. This is Street Fighter Six, and then he just shit his diaper. <laughs> well, this is the this is the difference right now. We don't we have this is the first time we recorded like this. That's true. You've had a whole day to get regular, get normal, get your brain in a zone. <laughs> oh, I Nick see. Nick and I just we're in our sleeping caps. <laughs> That's right. true. It's true. We're recording at uh, at nine a.m. Pacific time. Now, look, I'm an early riser, so I already got some steps in. You know, I had myself a breakfast. I had myself a cup of hot brown, uh, but I am. So I'm, but but I'm still. It's a different mental state than I'm normally at when we're recording. You're still thinking about I, how good the the breakfast was. It was good as hell. Yeah, Matt texted. We texted one another, and he was like, "I'm gonna get breakfast," and I was like, "I'm gonna eat dinner." Yeah, and that is that is a weird vibe. It's kind of funny. Yeah, times these time funny. zones are pretty crazy when you think That's about true. it. Hey, speaking of all over the world. And different countries and nationalities. We're talking Street Fighter Six this month. Yeah, let's fucking go! <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, great. So just Matt, just take out the first one and then just put that like okay. leave this one. I took okay, it great. out. It's All right, out. great. Thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, Brazil. we. Are- <laughs> <laughs> That's how they used to say the words. <laughs> In the, remember when you used to go and it would be like you'd go like it'd be like oh which one I'm gonna fight. For you, and it would go Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> hey, uh, we got a we have a great guest today. We're very very excited to have. Him I'm here. like embarrassed that we're doing our bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. No, they they haven't logged out of the Zoom call yet, which is a good sign. Yeah, uh, a voiceover artist from Demon Slayer, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and right now the voice of Jamie in Street Fighter Six. Stephen Fu is here. Hi, Stephen. Hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, did it. Steven. <laughs> uh, Steven, we should point out, wearing a Jamie shirt, so repping your character, IRL. Very cool. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> super cool. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, yeah. We're excited to have you. I mean, this this is this is pretty perfect timing for us. I, I guess we should just start with, like, how did you book the role of Jamie? Yeah, uh, it's just an audition that came through my agency. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it had art. I can actually, I should have looked that up before. Um, <laughs> might have had You should art, have really anticipated the questions we were going to ask you. You really should. I, should <laughs> I really came uh, unprepared. <laughs> no, you're great. Um, uh, yeah, uh, there was art, I believe, and I wasn't sure. It looked kind of Street Fighter-ish, and mm-hmm. I knew it was a fighter game because... Oh, so you didn't you didn't know the project. You just knew, you, project, like, you just yeah. knew that, that, yeah, like maybe ca- untitled Capcom fighting game or something like that. Or maybe even less context than that. <laughs> yeah, even less context, I believe. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah, I was just like, well, it's a fighting game. I'm going to, it doesn't matter what fighting game it is. I really want to get punchers. in it. City so. punchers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I auditioned and I booked it. Yeah. Uh, when you okay, so you've got a you've got art to work off of. You understand uh, that you that it's like a fighting game, so you know that context because you are a gamer. But how do you approach to like developing the voice of a character in a fighting game? This was honestly, they just were looking for something, somebody with like attitude, mm. which. I don't have, but I could put it on. (laughs) I could definitely fake it. Right. (laughs) Because Jamie's like a super cool character or they wanted like someone like cool and like, 
uh, confident and well, yeah, they say fake it till you make it. And I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask like, is, cause I, I, just, I feel like I see a lot of like, when I see like voiceover clips on like TikTok or something, or, like people doing voiceover, it's like such like a, like it's more expressive than I feel like. Uh, it's more expressive of a performance than you would consider because nobody's seeing it. Like people are really like really doing stuff. Like so, like when you're doing like efforts and stuff, are you like throwing punches at all or like? <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, not to the extent of like a full range like punch, yeah. but like kind of keeping it close and mm-hmm. like because you don't want to make too much noise with your clothes and right. stuff. Right, right, sure. So, yeah, you try to emulate it as close as you can without going overboard <laughs> yeah i see these clips all the time of voiceover actors and i think it's such like a like interesting like perform like art of performance but i always am like i shouldn't be seeing this like it's like it is like uh, it's almost like too much it's like an uncanny right. valley thing where i see you know like billy west doing zoidberg or something i'm like i shouldn't see this no absolutely a lot of times it feels like I'm just in my underwear or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we really shouldn't see. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, how I feel when I look at you guys on the podcast, Zoom. You're like, I shouldn't see this. No, I absolutely shouldn't. not. These voices should be uh, disembodied from me yeah. in permanence. Well, when we record in person, you're always like covering your eyes, like Bird Box style. Like you're always just like, if you take your, your you all know the movie Bird Box? Yeah, we know Bird Box. <laughs> it was like a huge hit. We were, yeah, we know. Yeah. Do you guys know Burrito Box? No, this but was I like a, to. This was a, 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 I don't know if this exists anymore, but this was like a kiosk. It was like an automated kiosk that made a burrito for you, right? What? Yeah, it was a vending machine outside of a gas station, and you'd mm. go up and you would order a burrito, and it would be made by the machine, like by a, by a robot. Right, I it wasn't like it a, anymore, it wasn't actually. like a thing that 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 heated up that was pre-made. Like you could customize it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, that's why. Like I want beef and extra tortilla burrito. Hmm. Can you watch it make it for you? <laughs> Sounds bad. Like this robot. <laughs> I don't know. I never used it. It's terrifying. <laughs> it doesn't. I feel like. I don't want to get too derailed in the burrito talk, but like I feel like you need like a human hand to really get the fold. Like, and even even then, it's like depending on where you go, it's a tough task. The fold is really important. I wouldn't. I don't know if I trust the machine to do it. Hmm. Am I remembering right, Heather? Uh, uh, I think it was you. Can you're bringing up this context? Am I remembering that you wrote a sketch at a certain point of a burrito box like vending machine, and there was just a person trapped inside? Yes. And wanted out. Yeah. Now is burrito box actually just a person inside? Yeah. Yeah. Saw yeah. your sketch and it's made it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great it's idea. Just like it was it's somebody ordered the burrito yeah. and then they got it and. You just saw like a couple of fingers at the very end of getting your burrito. <laughs> that is, that is the, the, the brand of horror from your mind. <laughs> yes, yeah. like just seeing episode. enough fingers to know that someone is there is so scary.
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, let's uh, let's uh, uh, I want to I want to go back to uh, uh, to talking about like like recording Jamie. So okay, oh, so yeah. you've got this. You book this role. Yeah, uh, you're going to be this character. What is that recording session like for a fighting game? Because it feels like so much your vocalization are like you know like Matt was saying like like you know intense, intense physical efforts. reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in general, like when it comes to like dubbing or like localizing projects certain, yeah. certain companies do it differently some people want it fresh they won't they don't want you to hear reference but a lot of times with dubbing um and localizing we need there needs to be timed uh all the audio needs to be timed sure so the japanese are, has already laid down the tracks and there's a specific timing to it so they'll play the, the reference for you and they're like this is the amount of time you have you can either do it as close as you want to the japanese or uh get it close like make it sound realistic but in that time frame so like a lot of efforts like they'll play an audio ref and i'll just either mimic it i'll do i'll do, I'll do a few takes i'll do like a one that's close to the japanese one that's different from the japanese and then just kind of have fun yeah Scope. And is that like it, because you were talking about that in, in the context of dubbing and localization? I know you've you've worked a ton in anime, uh, a, a dubbing anime. Like, is that it? There are you are you oftentimes accompanied by a visual reference? Like, what is that workflow like? Uh, you know, for someone who hasn't been in the booth. No, absolutely. Uh, see, for for games like for, for Street Fighter, there was no visual reference. It's right. just audio. I'm just like listening to audio. I'm like, all right, cool. This is the context of it. This is like. Uh, a light attack, heavy attack, medium attack, things like that, and like go boom, 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 knocks them out like in a row. Sometimes uh, for anime dubbing, it is you do get a preview, you get a visual reference, so you watch it in the original, in the Japanese or Korean or whatever you're dubbing, and then you, uh, in terms of anime, there's flaps, and hopefully the writer wrote to the flaps of whatever you're recording, and you just go and record, try to like <laughs> get as much like. Acting within a time limit is like right. really can be can, like really hard, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fun though. It's kind of like a puzzle, and I, I really enjoy it because of that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a that that's what impresses me about the 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 dubbing side of things is that like there's an existing, you know, normally the animation workflow is backwards. It's like I'm recording the voiceover and they're animating to my voice track, not not me specifically, but you know mm -hmm. the actor and to 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 to, to inverse, invert that process. I mean, it seems like such a challenge. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool in a way too cuz a lot of times cuz having worked on both like prelay and like dubbing, it's like it's kind of cool to see what's already done, like at least like in terms of like it helps. I don't know what they're looking for in terms of expression wise. Like if you want to go big and you can follow the animation or go as small as you want, like depending on what they already made. But I can. But also Prelay has just so much freedom. It's so cool because you can just literally just act and they'll just like right. animate to you, which is really nice. <laughs> Without yeah, without yeah. being constrained to a certain certain reaction and things like that. And uh, speaking of reactions, like in anime, there's like weird reactions that 
you know, Americans don't make like sounds like the, uh, you know, like yeah, sure, sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, (laughs) uh, getting used to doing those was was really interesting. Like starting off, like, oh yeah, I gotta make these noises. (laughs) Do you do you have a just 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 stepping back generally to you know to 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 all of games, all of anime, like basically everything you've worked on? Do you have do you have do you have either a favorite role and or a favorite property, like something that you were a fan of that you're very excited to be a part of? Oh man! I mean, Street Fighter Six is definitely one of those. Like, right? Ugh, like playing Street Fighter growing yeah. up, like, is amazing. Like to be a part of the franchise. Uh, another one was um, it's a kind of not quite a visual novel series, but it's like a puzzle series uh, from the creator of Nine Nine Nine. Yeah, he made this game called I Somnium Files, and uh, as a huge fan of his work, I played it a bunch and then I got to be in his the sequel of Isomnium Files and that was like crazy to me as well <laughs> like That's it's awesome. really it's a weird like life I don't know it's like very dream <laughs> I don't know dreamy like I can't I can't honestly like grasp like this is real life because like, oh, I, <laughs> I got to be like in these things that I enjoy and I like play it as a kid like fan fans of you know like yeah so. <laughs> yeah no Street Fighter it- was definitely one of those yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and and you know, on that note, and and I'm, and I, you know, like you're speaking to the the more positive side of things, and and it, it's like you're, you've been a part of like some really awesome. Um, uh, you know, you just look through your IMDb, you've been a, a part of a, of a ton of awesome stuff. Uh, but like, I, I, I'm curious your perspective as as someone who's a voice actor, because right now we're kind of at a inflection point in terms of working conditions in the entertainment yeah. industry at large you know right we're in the midst of a WGA strike that's me and Heather's union this the yep. sag aftro the actors union is yeah. took a strike authorization vote as of this recording we don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. do you have any you, you don't have to you don't have to be specific here but yeah. do you have any any thoughts on just uh, you know working conditions specifically pertaining to to people who work in uh, on the voice side of things I feel like most of those issues, like in terms of like, uh, there were sessions. I think before there was like a strike in I don't know, 2016 or something like that, with the mm-hmm. where voice actors were striking for like better working conditions and whatnot. Um, and because there were sessions where you're just screaming, like right, yes, yeah, things like that. And no, this was this was a video game thing in particular, right? Like it was yeah. just like it, like yeah, but the, these ongoing the things that would create so much vocal strain. Yeah, you're basically shouting for hours on end, uh, depending on, you know, if you're your director or whatever, or the the time crunch that they might be in. But um, honestly, I have myself personally, I haven't encountered anything quite like extreme. I think maybe because the, those working conditions were like fixed over the years, like adjusted to sure, yeah. address these issues. Because yeah, in terms of like screaming sessions, a lot of my screaming sessions do end up being like towards the end of the week and they will like be very conscientious of like where I am. They'll like constantly check in like, hey, how are you feeling? Can we keep you want to keep going? We can take a break, you know. Yeah. Uh, do you need me to say of... something to enrage you so you can scream <laughs> some more? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, great. So luckily, I, I've never experienced that. I can't speak, you know, for the whole community of. Right. Actors, sure. Of course. But yeah, personally, I haven't experience that myself and even in terms of like when i was working um like non-union stuff like a lot which anime when i was starting out was 
a lot of. Um, even then, like most of the directors and stuff like that, they were like very, like, hey, protect your voice, like because if you're fried, you're no good anyway. So, so most yeah, people sure. will be like understanding of that. So, I'm I you know I'm I'm not an actor. But I did recently take a voiceover class just because I've like stumbled into talking for a living. And I was like, I should kind of have some sense of how to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing that fatigue is such a factor. Like I, I like I, I have times like, why am I why am I so tired or like, why? Why does just like my body hurt? And it's just like, oh, yeah, I've been talking for four hours and it doesn't seem like it should be an exhausting profession, but it very much can be. And mm-hmm. so much comes down to, you know. A, a breath work and and control yeah. but also like a big part of it is like you were saying it's just rest that yeah and vocal placement like where you're where you're talking from like all of these things are like come into play and then when you throw on top of that like emotion and like sure yeah you know all this other stuff like you've it's honestly it's surprisingly draining uh I, it sounds like such a cushy job honestly but like sometimes i'm like oh man i'm so tired like after like a session, I'm like, what happened? I was just talking <laughs> and, like, and like, basically just standing around talking, <laughs> but having fun. But still, it's like it can be draining. So, yeah, surprisingly so. Is there any difference, would you think? Um, I'm sort of realizing as I'm asking this, it might be a stupid question. Um <laughs> Is Do, there grape toothpaste? Yeah, is there? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. Okay. I that, okay. Then uh, I, I take it back. I won't ask. Um, <laughs> Do you find that there's like a difference between like maybe how you would do a session for a video game versus an animated project? Like, I know that it's like all you know. Most some of it is dialogue, right? So like maybe dialogue is probably different than doing like just efforts for a video game or something. But like, do you approach them differently at all, or is it like kind of like the same the same brain space and muscles oh uh first of all that was extremely stupid but should ask about the grape toothpaste <laughs> you should and that was a better question <laughs> no um honestly yeah it, it really depends yeah actually mm-hmm. every project every like style of whatever work you do has like they all have like a vision of what they want mm-hmm. in terms of like Prelay, a lot of them want like a more like grounded like performance in terms of like uh like say you have your like Avatar the Last Airbenders versus mm-hmm. like um what is it like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, things like that. Like sure. you have like style, different styles. So every project, uh depending on what they're looking for, you approach it differently. So like video games, uh some video games want big and big and like animated, like say for Street Fighter. Some of these characters are just out of, you know, just right crazy. You have Blanca. Some of them John. are Blanca. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have Blanca, and then you have Ken. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Um, so to answer your question, yes, every everything has like I go into every like session, kind of like depending on the project, kind yeah. of like preparing for you know, kind of be adaptable to what they were looking for. Cool. Uh, who are like now to ask you like a like a Mark Marin type of question? Like, who are your guys? Like, who's like who are like the like who's like the Mount voiceover more? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot, I would say. Um, I mean, Billy West, of course. Yeah, we have Billy West, like Maurice Lamarche, Ron Paulson, June Foray. Like, mm-hmm. she's like she was 
voice acting into her 90s. Like, wow. Right, crazy, yeah. Like, all the way. Um, sorry, four people. I'll just say that. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, that's four. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Mara the Mount, mount right? Link more is you yeah. can only put the same amount. Four faces. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Gotcha. All right. Well, then, those are the four that are on there now. <laughs> uh, well, look, I, I, I could talk to you about this stuff all day. It, it, it's fascinating. But I, I, I do have another question just to switch topics for you, which is, uh, Stephen, what are you playing? What are you playing? All right, let's see. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow, he did it. It sucks. Okay. That sucks. Only because we do little voices on this show. <laughs> And they're not even as good as that. That was so good. <laughs> you don't like this character that I do on the show? I think it's pretty good. Is Bubsy back? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Quick, let's all show off. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Let's do the comic books. Uh, Joel, yes! <laughs> Fuck you guys! Go to fucking hell! Okay, Heather's yeah. just like the only one that's like kind of actually good <laughs> yeah, your ash is amazing your ash is amazing Heather, seriously <laughs> oh what am I playing sorry yeah <laughs> aside from uh, Street Fighter 6 was that which I like as soon as it came out I was like all right uh, I didn't start playing it. <laughs> Actually, I was playing Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, honestly, those are the uh, two games I've been playing, like Tears of the Kingdom and then Street Fighter. Um, Street Fighter, whenever I feel like getting my ass handed to me, um, and <laughs> <laughs> really want to feel bad about myself. Right. <laughs> and then I go to Tears of the Kingdom to, like, I don't know, build some something crazy or run around just <laughs> doing whatever. <laughs> Is it weird to play... And hear your own voice. <laughs> oh, interesting. Great question. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's even it's fun to like and when especially when there's like a mirror match when I'm playing against myself. So it's just like oh, a cacophony man. of yeah. just me getting, your own ass. getting yeah. beat up, yeah. And then taking it down. <laughs> Self-flagellating. <Yeah. laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Have you made anything in Breath of the Wild that like I'm sorry, in Tears of the Kingdom that you haven't seen on Twitter? Like, have you made, even if it's dumb, like, have you kind of made a thing that you're like, wow, I really, I did Honestly, it. I did try to make that apple cannon you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of like, man, is the ingenuity that people have, like, it is astonishing to me what people have figured out over time. Because I follow a subreddit called uh, Hyrule Engineering. And Ooh. they just, they post the most amazing, they're like working their way towards like building the most efficient engine, like flying, flying contraption <laughs> and like making, I don't know, just like the craziest things like mechs and much like uh, battle bots, essentially. Like, it's so cool. Uh, but yeah, no, I haven't really made anything <laughs> near that cool or like that interesting. Have you seen the um, music boxes that people are making now? Oh yeah, those are no, wild. I haven't seen those. So you know the um the pegs that you can kind of drill into something like the the yeah. melty pegs. I don't know what they're actually yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So each of those has a unique sound, mm -hmm. and if you drive them in low, they make a different 
uh, pitch than if you <sighs> barely drive drive them in. And so if you <laughs> use the laser on yeah. a uh, spinning wheel, you can play a melody that loops like a music box. And that is- <laughs> that's fucking crazy to me. <laughs> it like shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I also wonder how many of these things they already knew. Like the devs were already like, ah, somebody figured out the music box thing. Or yeah. if they're like, whoa, guys, did you realize that they would make music boxes? Yeah, Nintendo is such a, a black box and I don't really know what their development process is like, but I, I imagine they have a you have to have a massive QA team for a game like this. And so I, I would guess knowing what what QA does that they'd figured out like 90 percent of the stuff. But still, there's always something that slips through the cracks. I mean, yeah. something like the music box seems like seems like a candidate for something that like only the collective brains brain power of the Internet uh, for what it's worth could come up with that and like crucifying Koroks. They deserve it. Oh, yeah, it's true. They go back to hell. Too lazy to get to your friend? What's the matter with you? Yeah, they should be laying on your fucking back, dude, and use your little legs. Try walking for two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Get your little pinwheel out. (laughs) Your little cutie. They're cute. They're cute as shit. Uh, Heather, what are you playing? What am I playing? So I've, you know, I've only been in the country now for four days. So I I had to set up stuff and and, and figure out what, you know, my life over here looked like, move in, unpack. Um, So I have uh, played this week's game, of course, this, this month's game. Uh, Street Fighter Six. I also have tried playing Fortnite here abroad, and I wish I could cue up a sad song because there's nothing quite like signing on to play Fortnite, and you have a 206 friend, like a 206 strong friend list, and every single one of them is offline, oh, <laughs> and most man. of them have been yeah. offline for seven hours, and. And you're like, oh no, oh no, I'm all alone. I'm a, I got a solo match for a while <laughs> until I figure out a schedule. <laughs> so I tried a different time of day and it was, everybody's offline for 10 hours. And I'm like, oh, oh no, oh, oh everybody. Um, yeah, you got to so, do earlier, yeah. not later. <laughs> if you do, if you saw it, it was seven and you're like, I'll try later. They're probably still asleep. Well, I would think they'd later. be waking up. Oh, yeah, nobody yeah, else was playing right until they went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody okay. start. Nobody opens the their eyes and gets the controller yeah. in their hands immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of the Fortnite forecast, uh, you know the new season launched. You can be Optimus Prime. There is a a, a really funny gun that is just a, a Transformers gun uh, that. Is like the gun that Optimus would use. It only can shoot twice. It charges up the way they charge in the movie. So it's not like an accurate gun. You know, it goes like before it blasts. <laughs> but the blast is so destructive and it goes so far on the map that you'll just be like minding your own business and suddenly everything around you and yourself will get hit by a cannon. 
And it's great. It's really funny. And that's the primary mode of play on Fortnite is how hard you laugh while you're playing. Yeah. And if you laugh hard while dying, then the game is a success. Um, so I played that. But a big highlight for me is I've been playing this Final Fantasy 16 demo. Ooh. And I, want to check that out. I uh, loaded it up and, you know, immediately switched to Japanese voices and none of the lip flap matched. And I was like, what the Whoa. fuck? It's Whoa. never like this. So I switched it back to English and it is an incredible voice cast. And like, it's really played like Game of Thrones. Like wow. there, it's like Lord Rothschild. The wyvern is in your blood. So please, help us out. Like, it's like, it, it's oh. not like, like, you know, when you used to play the, the dubbed Final Fantasy games, it would be like, <laughs> rough. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I might play this game in English. Wow. It's really like Final Fantasy 12 also had an excellent dub. Like it was, or I yes. don't know, maybe mm-hmm. the Japanese track is the dub. I don't know. Um, it's so far, it's excellent. Like I went in low grade hype on Final Fantasy 16 because I don't feel like they've been pushing it that hard. I don't feel like the character designs are particularly iconic the way they normally are. It's like, wow, that guy's got like a duck for a face. And now it, now yeah. it's just like r- real looking guys. Uh, so I was kind of like yeah. medium. What's the dude with a poncho and the full size harp? Like, give me, yeah. some, give me some, some crazy shit going on. I want a woman whose hands are zippers and her eyes are belts. Uh, there's, but it's really good so far. Like yeah. really good, like compelling good. And uh, and the save carries over to the main game. So I'm going to max out this demo and consider it my soft start of the Final Fantasy summer. Wow. How's, how's the there gameplay? Like, it's an action game. Wow. It's wow. just a fun. There's not, I mean, like, I haven't gotten to a lot of like the RPG, but it is the the engine for the fighting is a really cr- like crunchy action game and it was like a bunch of teams were sort of announced in the last couple of weeks and platinum games did some of the development on final fantasy 16 and they make incredible action games i think the um i think the guy who does devil may cry like that Mm. action coordinator was somehow involved so like yes devil may cry five rio Rio to suzuki i believe so far it is I mean, like it might be, and this is a dense, this is a dense year for games of the year, but wow! in terms wow. of those initial 10 minutes of hook, it has me better than uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I avoided the demo and I'm hearing your report. I'm kind of pissed off because I was hoping that one of these big games I could avoid. <laughs> Like it's, it's, it's overwhelming (laughs) right now because we have massive in new entries for gigantic franchises, you know, Zelda, obviously street fighter, which we're going to talk about Diablo, which I've I've been playing. And, and now final fantasy is just like, I, I was hoping to, to just be able to set aside one of these and not have to worry about it, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. It's Um, good so far, man. 
I'll, I'll, I'll wait for, I'll wait till the retail release, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's quite an endorsement. Uh, Matt, what have you been playing? So I, last week, uh, Heather, you weren't here. I said that I had finished Tears of the Kingdom, uh, still, still chipping away at Diablo. That Diablo is, it's fantastic. We talked about it last week too. Uh, but something I didn't mention last week that I told you guys was that I, I bought an SSD for my PS5 and I was kind of scared to install it, uh, even though I've heard uh, a lot of times, uh, and from Heather specifically, that it's quite easy. Mm. I-, I watched a couple of YouTube videos um, before I did it, just so I would know what I was doing. Uh, and it is very easy. It, it was quite easy. Um, the hardest part, and I don't know, oh, yeah. maybe Heather will agree. Oh, I agree. I know what it is. You have to use more force than you're comfortable with to pull off the bottom panel. I was really scared about that. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's like, it's not just like a, like, it clicks if you lift it. You have to like, there's not that much lip either. So you feel like you're kind of like bending it back a little bit and it doesn't feel good. It feels really mm. bad to do that. Um, so I was, that took the longest because I was, and I watched other videos of like how people do it. And then this one guy was like, it's really scary. But it's fine. And I was like, okay, that's all I needed to hear. He's like, you have to apply more pressure than you think. Um, and so I did that. Do you think and it you could use through- a, to- a toilet plunger to get that thing off? I, it's what I did. I like to use it to unclog my toilet and then I use the toilet plunger. Oh, yeah. You got you to wipe that thing off in between. Oh, um, yeah. I wish that somebody had told me that before. <laughs> um, but you no, know, I don't think it, I don't know if a toilet plunger would work. <laughs> Uh, maybe if it was in Tears of the Kingdom, it would, but I'm not sure. I'm right. Engineering wise, I'm not sure if that's how <laughs> it, it, it could work. Um, but it was, that was the hardest thing. But then after that, it's two screws and you yeah. have to just slide in. I was actually kind of worried too about bending the little pins for the the SSD card because you, mm-hmm. you, you have to put it in at an angle and like click it in. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't like go all the way down. It sort of has like a like it has like leverage kind of, and you have to hold it down while you put the screw in so it stays down. Uh, but otherwise, it was a hundred percent. It was hundred percent worth it because now I have a terabyte of storage uh, now with games on it that I won't play. <laughs> yes. So, <it's, laughs> so I've expanded the storage on my PS5 to have more games on it that I just will never get to. Um, but I'm excited to. Uh, I also installed the um, Final Fantasy demo, and I wanna I wanna play it now. That, now that uh, Heather, you talked about it so glowingly, I, I really need Oof. I need to now. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fucking solid solid game, man. Ooh, wow. Uh, we gotta talk about this cat situation. <laughs> Steven, Steven, a cat has entered the frame. Yes, well, I t- am. Tell us about tell us about your 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 tabby there. Oh uh, yeah, this is Garfield. Uh, Hi, Garfield. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hi, Garfield. He's probably yeah. so mad today. He's so <laughs> mad. <laughs> he was he was yelling outside my door. So I was like, I gotta take bring him in. Ah, <laughs> otherwise it's gonna be a cat cat yells in the in the record. <laughs> That's all right. I got cat right here in my frame. Here's Aww. Sawyer. He's asleep, <laughs> and then Hurley somewhere back there asleep oh. too. Some sleeping guy. I've got, I've got my dog here in Amsterdam. Sushi. She came on the plane. She was a really good girl. She didn't bark oh. or uh, 
or wine once on a Ooh, 10 I, hour flight. Couldn't I saw a viral it. video of Sushi actually being a Karen on the airplane and they had to escort her off. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, that was a thing. Okay, so okay, I was trying to keep that on the DL. <laughs> they like duct taped her to her chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she saw a cat on the plane and said some really crazy things. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Can I going back to Breath of the or Tears of the Kingdom one more more time since you're doing all those Addison quests. Mhm. Yes. I want to ask about a physical structure that you can seemingly use to get all of them to stand up. And I'm wondering if asking about that structure is a spoiler. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're okay. It's also been out for a month at this point. Yeah. So you can use a crucifix to almost get all the signs to stay up. Mm-hmm. Which is why I assumed the crucifixes were created for to kill the Korox. Korops? <laughs> like, is that Korok. why people started making crucifixes in the game? No, I don't think. I I mean, I think people were going to make cruci- I think that I think the two things people were going to make immediately were crucifixes and dongs. Like, yeah. like once once you can build things, those are those are what what people had for. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know, people what? are making it to celebrate our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's, That's you know, the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to <laughs> spread yeah. the word okay. to Tyrol. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> no. 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 <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, vaguely Christianist themes, I rolled credits on Diablo 4 wow. last night. Uh, finished the game. Level 50 was my character. Church. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, like this is, and, and I, I have a feeling this will be the collective assessment of Street Fighter 6. And we talked about this with John Gabris some last week, Matt, but I really feel like this is what I want from a Diablo game in 2023. Like, I, I just like, I think they did a great job of, of incorporating, you know, modern conventions with also the, what the game traditionally uh, has been uh, as kind of a genre in and of itself. I, I had an, I was really just melting through things at the late game. I, I, by accident, I just was just, you know, choosing what skills I thought was fun. And then, and then after I rolled credits, I went and just looked at build guides just to see what uh, the ideal way was way to play a necromancer, which was my class. But I had stumbled upon like an A tier necromancer, like shadow build by accident, like just the skills that I was using together because they were fun ended up being like, oh, this is a, this is a really powerful build, uh, which is why I've maybe felt a little bit OP. Um, despite thoroughly enjoying myself. I mean, that's the thing, like the, the gameplay loop of just like killing endless mobs and collecting more loot is just it to me that never stops being engaging. I did have a thing and this is, I think death stranding is, is the infamous example of just the end game goes a lot longer than I expected. Mm. And so I was up like an extra 90 minutes basically. Cause I was like, okay, well I'm in hell now I'm at the <laughs> gate where I'm going to go fight, you know, the big boss. This is, this, this thing's about to wrap up. I got like 12 minutes left and then like, Oh wait, no, I'm entering into a nightmare <laughs> to like, like now I'm, I've got, I'm in this nightmare level, you know? And then just like, Oh wait, there's this extended coda, uh, a lot of the stuff, you know, is is 
just from a pacing standpoint, it was, I, I wish I knew what I was getting into, but I did overall really like the story. I think it's, it's an interesting choice to make the player character who's usually more of a, a silent protagonist to give him like a little, to give them like a little bit of a personality. And I wonder how much that varies based on class. Cause it felt like my necromancer was a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, had a little bit more attitude, which I, I wonder if that's that's also the case if you play like a rogue or a sorcerer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I think it did a really great job of just sort of like building this this gigantic you know world spanning um, epic the encapsulated in a few a few key characters. Uh, there's all, also on that note, the, I the the narrative design of the of the side quests I think is also really strong because this is a game where you know, so much of it is just, again, just doing one thing, going places and killing things and, and then picking up what they drop uh, and watching numbers grow up. Uh, but, you know, they, they, there were elements like, OK, so you liberate a stronghold and then there's a prisoner locked up in the stronghold. And just to talk through one quest and he's like, uh, uh, like, uh, can you get me out of here? Go find the key. You know, have to, like uh, this uh, this jailer took it. So you have to, like, go kill a guy, get the key take that, get, liberate that guy. Then he's like, I want to get revenge on the people who did this to me. Help me find a weapon. You help him find a weapon. Uh, you take him to a, a you know, a, a layer where his, uh, you know, where the guy who imprisoned him is. And then you go down there and that guy ends up betraying you. And he's like, look, I brought the guy who, who took over the stronghold right to you. And then you get a little bit of a mini boss fight there. This is a groundbreaking, but it's just like, oh, this yeah. is just like a cool little bit of hook and writing that, that just keeps me, uh, propelled through this, uh, which I would be playing anyway if I was just walking around and just killing things. But I, I don't know. It just it's just nice for that world to be built out a little bit. Uh, two minor complaints I had as I played more of it. One is the mounts. I think are a little bit underwhelming as currently implemented. I think that's a thing that's going to be uh, I, the fixed in an update. I assume. But you know, like they've done a lot to try to keep the world from feeling stagnant uh, in terms of traversal because so much of it is just typically walking around. So there'll be like context sensitive points where you'll like get to a cliff and you'll slide down it or you'll get to a, a gap and you'll jump over it. Yeah. Uh, your mount just, you can't do that. You have to dismount and then you have to, to use the, the, this context sensitive action. Um, and then you, your mount is on a cooldown, so you can't instantly respawn it. So you get to situations like that. It just feels a little bit clunky. Uh, it's also kind of strange because the way that, the, that kind of it, you can travel more quickly is it feels like the enemies are just ignoring you. Like you're just like kind of running by and they're just kind of standing there. So they'll, they'll fling a projectile at you or something. It just feels a little bit strange. I, I think it's probably that they were, they played with a bunch of different ways of handling it. Uh, but it, it took me out of it a little bit. Also, the other thing is just just by its nature, you're just kind of buried in the mini map a lot. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't know if there's some way to add some of the, you know, navigation elements to the world itself. Maybe, again, that's something that will come in an update. But overall, just just a really impressive, really well polished package. I don't have the mount yet. And my complaint about that is I think you have to get it too late in the game. You get it really late. But yeah. this is the thing, because you can just sort of zoom past mobs it makes traversing the world very efficient. Okay. And so I think that I think it's purposeful that they're like you have to basically go to all the major biomes I before see. you can get them out. I I I think that's cuz they want you to just sort of walk through it and fight things. Okay. Um uh it, it is it, it, one more thing is just like the world is so it, it, it's so solemn and everything is so dire 
that it is, it does get to be a little overwhelming at times when like you'll finish like a side quest and like an NPC will just be like, oh, my son, my beautiful son. Oh God. And then just got like, Quest complete. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. You get like experience and like some items. And you're like, uh, okay. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like a guy will be like, oh, my brother was out. My brother's caravan was on its way to the bazaar. I haven't seen him for a while. You're just like, oh, well, I'm going to go retrieve a corpse from the desert. This yeah. will be fun. You bring him back. <laughs> but and it's like, I'm the only person left in my family. Uh, let's let's talk about Street Fighter Six. Uh, it's our We Play You Play, and uh, this month's topic is the game that was released on June second of this year by Capcom, directed by Takayuki Nakayama. It uses the RE engine, which was most recently used for the RE Four remake, a big Capcom uh, used for all the basic, basically all Capcom's uh, big games these days, and it has I, I think a pretty rapturous critical and commercial reception, and. I don't know. I kind of agree with the consensus. I just, I'm just like, I, I think it's a fucking blast. I think it's a hoot and a half. It's shockingly good. The soundtrack yeah. is uh, like, it's a fucking it's slap rad. fest. And, um, you know, I, I was a vocal uh, critic of the world tour mode before I got my hands on it. And instead yes. I realized here I am playing a Dreamcast game in the year 2023, and I am so happy to be doing it. Like, it is not It is not demanding. It works on video game logic and yet is super fun. I, I cannot tell you how fun it is to run up to somebody on the street who's labeled accountant... <laughs> And yes. just yes. fucking knock them in the back of the head as hard as you can <laughs> to initiate a fight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's so, you know, fighting games, I feel like I've struggled in, in so many ways. And, and I've, I've played a lot. I've played maybe the fewest fighting games, I think, of the panel. But, you know, I've, I've, played a, I've played a good amount in my life. But, like, I feel like they've always struggled to come up with something engaging for the single player mode. You know, and, uh, like, this one, it's just like the, the world tour mode is so I mean this in the most complimentary way it's so fucking dumb it's, it's so, so stupid dumb. and it's so great <laughs> it, it feels like Yakuza it's just like this is like yeah. you're just running around yeah. causing mayhem in a world that doesn't really make sense but has its own internal logic and you just roll with it and the fact that you could bring this monstrosity that you create into this yes. world <laughs> <laughs> and, and just fight everybody but no one bats an eye after you beat them up everyone's like cool all right back to work <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> my my favorite sub game in the world tour mode is every cop that i see i just kick in the back like and like, just like <laughs> destroy them and then they can't do anything about it <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can like pile drive police officers or like <laughs> dragon punch them, which usually in a game will like set off a star meter or like some kind of <laughs> reprisal. But instead, yeah. the cop just squares off with you. You usually beat the shit out of him. And then he gets up and he's like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, man. 
Metro City rules. <laughs> that, that, well, that's something that like I've just been thinking about, like the the world, the logic of the world of Street Fighter. You know, we've yeah. talked about uh, like the movies, and then there's the famous quote from "How Did This Get Made?" episode about the movie. What is a Street Fighter? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this game sort of answers that. It's everyone in this world. <laughs> it's just like, it, what, what is a street fighter? Yes. It's a construction worker. It's a grandma. It's a cop. It's like a Roomba. It's everyone in this world. <laughs> I, I also, I didn't expect that. I, I expected Street Fighter to take place in our world. Like, I expected yeah. it to just yeah. be like, you know, in some corner of, uh, of USA, there is a guy on a military base and he's fighting in front of a jet. And that's just the way it is. Like it is. And, and I am, and, and my television is a window into, into that thing happening. But this game tells us that Street Fighter is a science fiction epic <laughs> that <laughs> that exists right. <laughs> in, a, in a not, it, it's not a dystopia. It is a, a sideways reality where like everybody fights everywhere and is happy to fight, but also that there are gangs and they, when they fight, it's bad. But when, <laughs> when like juggler or like street mime fights, it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. As long as you don't have a cardboard box over your head, right. you're good to fight. Yeah, you can you can run up on anybody you want, but the people yeah. that run up on you are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you what did you guys make as your uh, avatar in World Tour? Okay, this was a point of contention in my house <laughs> because my girlfriend saw me doing it, and I was making what I thought was me. But big, like I was like, it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's like kind of funny that like he. I was like, he has like a sort of similar head shape and like skin color and like you can only do so much with like the face, right? But yeah. like I was like, okay, like I sort of merged two faces together and I was like, that's that's close enough, that's fine. And I like, kind of gave him like my hair and like a hat, but I made him massive, <laughs> and like my girlfriend just kept being like. That doesn't look like you. And I was like, what are you so like, Yeah, I know. I'm like doing something. It's like funny. And she's like, yeah, but like, shouldn't you make it? I was like, it doesn't matter. It's just a game. And she's like, you should have made it more look like you. Uh, and then I did go to the place where you can like, I guess like respec and like, and, and make yourself smaller if you want. But I didn't do it. I made myself bigger. It's <laughs> like just huge guy walking around. Uh, I made, I, I, I also attempted to make me. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of useful, uh, as Matt talked about last week, that I kind of am the default. <laughs> so I, I had that as a baseline. But I tried my best. I like I, I do like that, that you know, you're making it. It's body type inclusive. Like, yes. you know, I could give my guy like kind of a, a, a bigger belly mm -hmm. and a huge ass. I, I crank <laughs> I crank buttocks up to 90. Um, and I could basically have my exact hair. Like one of the preset hairs was just like kind of like how my hair naturally falls at this current length so like i just kind of have like a big like looping me just sort of walking around metro city That's and starting so trouble <laughs> yeah. yeah uh 
I also created myself, <laughs> but like in a fantastical manner. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would I look like with extra long arms or <laughs> very short legs? <laughs> like knuckles dragging on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, my neck like extra long, but my face is like me. <laughs> yeah, I, I made myself and the only, so... I made myself slightly buffered. I was like, this is what I would be, this is what I would look like if I fought everybody I saw on yeah. the street. Like, <laughs> sure. Slightly buffer me. Um, but, it's like close. Um, huh? It's like close. You're like almost close to just doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but my favorite thing about the uh, world is the accessories that you can wear to fight, like the costume stuff that you can wear. And you can right. unlock that aesthetics are divorced from stat bonuses, which should be the way that all fucking games work, mm-hmm. uh, except Dark Souls, because it's funny that the best armor is the ugliest in Dark Souls. Uh, <laughs> but the I to run around naked with like a a a, a tie and a bandana and a, and like or a box on your head, like to just be. I will solo her uh, or let yeah, me solo right. her yes, in yes. the world of Street Fighter is pretty fucking great. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just I'm just like amazed by how much fun I'm having in that that world tour mode. I was just like I was not I was expecting to be like, OK, this will be whatever. This will be like the subspace emissary and Smash Brothers thing. Mm-hmm. I'll just like, no, it's it's genuinely fun. It, it yeah. feels like a. Uh, you know, it, it it feels like an action RPG with a with a with a great built in fighting engine. Um, I'll also just say, like, and I, we can we can talk more about the world tour mode, but like, just the arcade mode is fun too. Yes, like if you just go through and you're because like, there's there's like little nuggets of story that you're getting through uh, from the different characters. That's just like it's it's the way that's presented is also. I'm glad that they also have that element coexisting. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking about this. I sort of have, I have another question. Uh, for Steven about this actually, because so when you, you didn't have any context for the audition or like when you actually like booked it, but then once you did book it, they're like, okay, this is street fighter six. You're going to be playing this character. Jamie, he's like a really cool guy. Like at, in the recording process, like did you ever get wind of like what the game was going to be like? Like was anybody ever telling you like, okay, there's this like world tour mode. Like, and like, there like, did you get any like bits and pieces about the game before like the rest of us basically? Yeah, a little bit for sure. Uh, because every every like master you meet in the mm-hmm. in world tour mode has like a little cutscene and things like that. Right. Whenever yeah. they mm-hmm. meet their the avatar, um, and yeah, so they would they told me like, all right, so we're gonna do this scene now. Uh, you meet this your this avatar. I'm like, what's happening? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hold yeah. on a minute, because it's the first time hearing of this. I'm like, wait, so you get to create? <laughs> like, I like stop the session. I was like, wait, so you get to like <laughs> make your <laughs> your character like do some really cool stuff, like. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was really cool to to know before and not be able to tell anybody, which kind of sucks. But yeah, like, of course. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, how much? Like, what what time frame was this? How about how long ago in the development process was this? This was, I would say, it's when we did when I recorded the cutscenes were still like fairly. They weren't done yet, but they were yeah. like close. They hadn't finished like baking in all the textures and things like that. But sometimes there was like T poses and stuff like that. It was just interesting. Sure, but um, uh, yeah. So it was it wasn't super late or super yeah late or super early i'd say like midway through so i recorded about maybe a year and a half ago maybe two years ago oh so, wow yeah Oof. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, it was really... Was it hard to keep like a secret like that? I feel like it would be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's <laughs> shaking. Like, oh, I got Especially let go. like when it's like something cool that like you're excited about in general. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like that must be so hard. Yeah. Well, because that's the other thing is like it's a new character. Yeah. So that that, you know, you're at you're being added to this. The the all these iconic existing characters. Yeah. Uh, so it's got that like level of 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 gravity to it. But then also, as you're saying, like Jamie's character design is really cool. And he is like a character that like just has I mean, whatever it's all Street Fighter characters are cool. But it's like true, you, yeah. you, you, you know, what I mean, specifically, yeah, it's yeah. like he's got, like, he's got like a him. like an yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And I like that he's kind of like a jokester in a way because mm-hmm. he almost gives off like dan vibes <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, like right. South- <laughs> but i i'm glad he's not dan because <laughs> yeah uh, dan's just the no because he's, he's not a joke he still he's is like joke, he yeah. seems like a badass yeah. totally yeah yeah yeah. but he can like kind of take the piss out of himself or so to speak <laughs> like because if you like win a fight uh like with low health he likes like he like his winning quote is like him like saying like I knew I like I knew I could win like but he's like tired he's like <sighs> like out of breath <laughs> like <laughs> uh, did you have co- coming into this game did you have like a main did you have like a, a a character you usually gravitate towards I mean I was always like a Ryu Ken player um sure before, and then with this one I was like well I just I gotta try to main my guy yeah and he's <laughs> turns out he's really hard to play so <laughs> I've been having a lot of trouble. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still really fun. I watched some. Uh, I watched a YouTube of like I guess the war, the the number one ranked Jamie player right now. I just watched, and it's just like when yeah, when someone who knows how to play that character, it's it's daunting. Like you were saying, it's it's got a high this uh, high skill ceiling there. But would like watching someone who knows how to play that character, like it's the moveset set cool. and the way everything flows, it looks so fucking awesome. Yeah, his, I his think, style. I think cool. you should know that when that's when when you see a high level player playing. Jamie, that's yeah. y- you. That's you. Canonically, that is, it's you. Yeah. That, you are that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Am I being clear here? Like, no. so you're the one fighting. That's me, yeah. It's you. Yeah. That's me. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I've been feeling really sore lately. Like, really <laughs> sore. I don't know why. <laughs> Bruises appearing randomly. <laughs> 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 uh do we have like i because there's a bunch of new characters in this game i i think they're all like you know that they'll all have great character designs and you know i've i've had some fun with, with playing with a, with a few in particular but like I'm, I'm curious has anyone else had any any of the new characters that you responded to i love lily i i love Aww. lily lily is so great uh yes such a cool i she's just she's just incredible i love her <laughs> I, I i'm i'm a huge fan of JP. Oh yeah. Uh who is like the he's got like a stat like I'm I'm a still a Ryu main. Uh yeah. I couldn't I, I tried playing as Ken and I couldn't do it. And I I felt <laughs> bad like but I also feel yeah. like abandoning Ken is canonically correct. So like I tried Ken and I was like no. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed Chun Li since Street Fighter 4 because like her, she's too flowy for me now, so I'm not not really annoyed. I like press a button and then the thing happens, not press a button and it's like she does the splits to do the thing. And JP goes against all those rules. Yeah. Because JP creates voids on the screen through which like crystal shards 
attack the player. And it's mostly like instead of playing as the character, you're playing as the entire space, which I know is the way that you're supposed to play Street Fighter anyway. But this more than anything is like the guy who's walking around with the cane and saying the words that are like, oh, nice, or whatever the fuck it is that he's saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's just happens to be there. Like the game, the game you're playing is like Minesweeper and somebody else is playing Street Fighter. Does that make sense what yeah, I'm saying? Totally. So watching so. high level JP players on uh on YouTube or on Twitter have been is really illuminating and fucking crazy to watch. I I was thinking about giving JP a spin because my boy uh, M. Bison isn't in the game, and he has like sort of like the closest uh, aesthetic to him. Uh, yeah. You know, well, he's he just, gave like, like red. He gave Bison gave him his powers. That's and that's like is that true? Yeah. So he is he is like the he's the Bison of this game. He's the Bison. I gotta play this guy. I love Ben Bison. <laughs> <laughs> And I know he's bad, but I, I, he's my favorite. I was going to ask, like, I was curious what control schemes you guys were using. Oh, great In terms question. of, like, playing, because we have the modern and the classic. Here, here's, here's where I think people might get mad at me, Heather specifically. <laughs> I kind of like the modern control with a controller. <laughs> like, I, I got, like, you know, I, I've, look, I know how to do a fucking Shoryuken. I've been doing Shoryukens for fucking 30 years. Yeah. I got nothing to prove to nobody. I kind of like that there's just a, an easy way to do it. I think Heather's going to be really mad at me too. Um, oh, no. I really like the modern controls also because I can't remember anything, but I can remember <laughs> how to press two buttons. I'm so sorry, Heather, because I also play with modern controls. So <laughs> because of those reasons specifically. Yeah. But I still am bad at the game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, it's not really helping me in the way that it, it, it's still hard. <laughs> That's what's good. No, but that's what's good about the control scheme is that like it simplifies one element of it, which is like, you know, both executing the inputs and remembering the inputs. But still, fundamentally, it comes down to how good are you at anticipating what your opponent is going to do and responding to it Mm -hmm. and, you know, not falling into predictable patterns. And I'm not good at any of that. No. Like, so I I will still get I will still get my ass handed to me. But I also feel like it's it's like it's designed in a way where you can start with the modern control scheme. And for anyone who. It hasn't played the game and isn't familiar with it. Basically, like the, you know, instead of having three punches and three kicks that are assigned to the face buttons and shoulder buttons, there will be, you know, like a, a light, heavy, uh, and medium attack that are assigned to some fa- to face buttons. And then your special attacks will be bound to, uh, you know, the, the moves that you would normally have to charge or, or do like a quarter circle or whatever will be just be bound to another button. And, uh, and so it just makes everything a little bit easier to execute. But, but it feels like it's, it's designed where we can graduate from that control scheme to the classic control scheme, which I intend to do at a certain point. But right now I'm rolling with the modern. Uh, Heather, you have the floor. So I got out my joystick. Mm-hmm. This heavy beast of a fucking PlayStation 5. It's it's steel. It weighs a ton. It's a fucking, it's a beast. And I uh, got my ranking because you, in order to play online mode, you have to like play like 10 rounds or something uh, in order to get your ranking. So I get my ranking. Uh, and I think I was bronze, but I didn't play any of the tutorials or anything ahead of time. Like I just, you know, dropped in and was like, what, what the fuck are these people doing? What is happening right now? Um, 
and, you know, did okay, fine. I think I won half, lost half. Great. Uh, But then you get into the online play and everybody else is playing with modern controls. And I know that when you play, the the person beating me is the person. And it's not the control scheme beating me. It's the person beating me. But the difficulty of, of inputting things and mistakes and the accuracy of Street Fighter has always been part of the barrier of entry and part of what is the thrilling punishment of growth. Uh, you, you get a little bit farther every time until you master a combo. And then that combo is like part of your vocabulary with this character. And I was playing against people who were just fucking decimating me until I looked up. I'm like, okay, what is happening? What is, like, what is the modern control scheme? And looked up the modern controls and I was like, wait, you just, pre- you just press one button? But then I have something even further to embarrassing to admit. I tried the modern controls and didn't understand them. Interesting. I was like, wait, but how do you do what you want to do? Right. Because you're a lot more limited in what you could, you you just have fewer options. Yeah. Are there just moves that you can't do as the characters in modern? As far as I can tell, unless there's some button combinations that I haven't yet divined. It's, It's like, you know, in the way like, oh, I can throw a... I can throw three different speeds of uh, uh, of Hadouken, you know, but you can't really do those the same. You don't have that same sort of granularity. Oh, I don't think. Okay, so I spent like a half hour trying to figure out what the fuck the modern controls were, and I felt so dumb at the end. Like I was like, "This is humiliating. This is supposed to be the way that everybody." Like I bet the next Street Fighter comes with modern as the default, or maybe this one did, but like. Like Street Fighter 7 is going to be like a totally different control scheme because they're already like brought, like forecasting to us that they're, they want to change it up and invite more people in. I felt dumb. I felt stupid. Well, I, I really wonder what's going to happen with, and, and people who probably track esports already, already know some of this, but, but I'm just not clued in on what's going to happen on the tournament scene. If, moder- if there's going to be a separate like modern bracket, if modern is just going to be disallowed, if these players are just going to intermingle and we're going to see high-level players who are using modern, I, I, would, I would imagine that at that level, having the amount of flexibility that using the classic control will just give you such an advantage that it'll be hard to compete, but who knows? I I, I was amazed to, to, to see, you know, because as someone who peripherally play, pays attention to the fighting game scene, that so many people just use controllers now. Like I thought for like, I thought you'd had to bring in a stick or a hitbox or something, but a lot of people at high level players are just using like, you know, DualShock. Yeah, the, I, one of the, what I've read online is like the, the stick motion is just too much. There's too much delay between, like if you're trying mm. to go back between back and forth, it's just a lot of space to to do. So like the controller is just a lot faster to make those inputs sometimes. Yeah. But like in terms of like a classic versus modern, I have I I feel in ter- in terms of my matches, I just get decimated by classic controllers, like control players, because they're they just have a lot more to their toolbox toolkit than the modern control player does, because they have all they have six different uh 
hits. Like they have the two, right. they have the two light kicks, two light uh, medium kick uh, punches. Or, or sorry, they have the medium punches and kicks, and you know. But then in modern controls, it just simplifies it to: you have a light, you have a medium, you have a heavy, and it it's just a contextual contextual uh, what what move comes out. And then the combos are also like limited in that in that way. So confusing. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it definitely is very confusing. But but as far as just just being an on ramp for new players or for someone like me who's like a lapsed Street Fighter player, I didn't even play Street Fighter Five. I barely played Street Fighter Four. You know, like it's it's I I, I appreciate its inclusion. I'm kind of surprised. I haven't played online yet. I'm too scared. Uh, but I'm kind of like I'm surprised that classic and modern they're they're not separate pools of matchmaking. They're just all in one big. That's big all pool. one one big pool and. Wow. Uh, having played Fortnite as much as I have in the last few months, I was like, oh, my, I feel like my reflexes are getting better. God, I I got fucking housed over and over and over again in Street Fighter VI. Like when I could like squeak out a win, I was like, oh my God, I am physically covered in sweat. This was so (laughs) intense the entire time. Uh, I don't, I, I hate to, indict myself but i don't think i have it anymore i think that's not that's that's true that's that's and you know compared to those of us who'd never had it uh i think (laughs) i think you're probably doing just fine Uh, because i'm getting smoked by um the computer (laughs) oh no i i went straight through like i i like got ryu and immediately completed his i was okay there's his story great (laughs) he did it (laughs) <laughs> uh, as, as far as other characters, you know, I, I, I like this. I like divorced Ken because he just is me. Um, <laughs> You're not. Is there, is there trouble? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, no. <laughs> Natalie's like, that's no, like aspirational for Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see Street Fighter Six uh, Ken when I look in my front-facing camera. Um, <laughs> I I think I I I like but I, I like Ken, but I also I, uh, one of the new characters Manon, yeah. uh, who is the 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 judo. Uh, she's like she's mm. the French character does judo. I like I just think like her character design is really cool, and I think the way she animates. And then like as I was playing her, I was like, this is really. Uh, it, it, you know, just all the uh, the throws and the counters she have she has are are, are just really fun. And like I, you know, I'm not going to be a high level player. I don't pay a lot of attention to tier lists with something like this. Something like Smash Brothers that I was a little bit more engaged in. I, I would like I would like oh, okay, I want to play a higher tier character. But a game like this where I'm just going to play pretty casually, I just kind of respond to like what is fun. And I found I found that character just re- a lot of fun to play. So. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm leaning towards that as a main for now as I get more into it, but, but yeah. we'll see. I found something um, kind of off-putting about one of the characters that I just had never really mm-hmm. like paid attention to before. Um, I think it's because this engine, it's not like a hyper-realistic engine, right? But like a lot of the like human-looking characters look pretty human, right? Like they look, they they all have a certain look. Yeah, re- heavily stylized. Yeah. yeah. Blanca looks more human than he ever has. And it's like very scary to me. (laughs) He's a cryptid or something. He's like some sort of beast. Right. And so you're like, what if this guy was real? Is that what's unnerving you? He kind of looks, he just sort of looks too real. Mm. Like his anatomy, like is 
similar to a human man. Mm. Like, I mean, he has like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a little, it's a little weird, right? Like he's, I, he's got like a human face. He has now. like human ears and a human yeah. nose and stuff. Like it, I'm just used to him sort of looking and he's, gre- well, first of all, he's fucking green. Okay. Like that's like, <laughs> sure. That's yeah. the biggest thing. That's the lead. He's green. I don't, it's not that he's like big or like hairy or anything. This fucker's green. All right. Like it's, like, it's, it's <laughs> and he looks like a human being. It's a little strange. He, yeah, he used to look more anime-ish. Yeah. And now he looks like a person in an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's And then, like, in when you see him in World Tour, um, you first see him in, like, a sort of, it's like a Blanca Chan, like, suit. It's like a mascot oh, suit. Oh, yes, right. Yes. Very cute. I like that. <laughs> but then he's, like, talking to you in normal English, and he was like, hey... <laughs> What's up? It's me, Blanca. And I'm like, all right. I don't know. This is this is crazy. <laughs> Here, you know what? I'll I'll put a an image into the chat. I've got a uh, image here that shows the differences between four, five, and six. Blanca. In four, he looks like a cartoon. In five, he looks like an exaggerated anime cartoon. In six, he looks like a guy dressed as Blanca. <laughs> he looks like he works at the bank. Yeah, yeah it's like, it like, it like a normal it's, man. It's like Shrek on Broadway. Yeah. It's like that. They did that and it was just unsettling. I don't know. I think he looks cool in six, but I get what you're saying. I see it too. I do, I do yeah. like him, uh, but I was like, yeah. for some reason, was just like, oh. And he also has the powers of electricity. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's funny. Like, I think it's like a, he's like a funny character, um, but I was sort of um, when I first saw him I was like, whoa. And I think it's just because, too, like, you know, TVs have gotten nicer and the graphics have gotten nicer. And, you know, it is it's just it's it's, it's just an interesting look for him. Uh, but I bet you if he looked more cartoony or whatever, it would stand out in a maybe in a negative way, maybe. Yeah, it's got to sit in with the with the other yeah. characters. I don't know. I think they they struck a good balance. I I think the art direction overall. I like it's, it's it's a gorgeous game. I think all the effects look fantastic. I think the the you know all the stages are are just like they're so populated yeah. and distinct and colorful. Uh, obviously, the the bulk of the work goes into the character art and animation, which is so extensive and so elaborate. But I it's it's just like a it, it's just such a pretty game to look at. And it's and it's also so like Street Fighter, for lack of a better term, yes. um, that I, I, they absolutely nailed it aesthetically. It, it it is the I can't say enough about the soundtrack being somehow like evocative of Street Fighter Three to me. Like it's mm. got like a really breezy hip hop rap feeling to the whole thing, and I'm sure that there's like some actual subgenre like jazz thrust or I don't know what the fuck like <laughs> it's it's got like a great feeling soundtrack and that to me is I was I was like oh so much of Street Fighter to me is the music and it's got great fucking music except in world tour mode when it sounds like wah, wah, 
Yes. Yes. Sounds like you're an idiot and you're running around. It sounds like you're an anticipating you to create some monstrosity and that was your theme song. <laughs> uh, Steven, when did you when did you get to play a build of this game? Uh, I didn't get to play until the the demos. Uh Oh wow, wow okay. Yeah, the um I wasn't even <laughs> invited to the closed beta. So. <laughs> 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 I was like, hey, you gotta put I that get... stuff in your contract, man. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a, a code for the closed yeah. beta? They're like, nothing, silence. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess I'll just play when I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. But I got to play during, I think, the second closed beta. A friend of mine got, got me a code, uh, and it was, it was fun. I, Spend most of my time creating like a really ugly avatar, <laughs> and then also being really confused by modern controls like Heather actually because I was used to classic controls and I was like I'm gonna try out this modern stuff, and then I was going through the move list command list I was like why can't I do this move like how come it's not yeah. working <laughs> yeah am I an right. idiot and then yeah it wasn't until it came out that I like finally figured it out so to speak going through the tutorials. I, I do think the tutorials are pretty good. Yeah. It's, they're, they're fairly extensive and, you know, just in terms of, uh, again, onboarding a, a, a newer player. I want to I talk about a, a facet of the, um, the character tutorials, which is that the first thing the character tutorials teach you is how to conceptually play the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you, like, because I was like, well, I, I don't know how JP works. I, I don't know how any of his moves are going to, be pulled off. So I like, you start his tutorial and it's like, so JP is a character that controls space and is best played with uh, keeping your uh, opponent at a far distance away. And I was like, that is not, I mean, I didn't play a lot of five. Uh, I played very little five, but in four, they just drop you in and are like, do combos. Here's how combos are. And they don't give you any theory on where or when you're supposed to implement those combos. So like each of the moves in your character tutorial will be like, this is a great move to use if you are anticipating a fireball. Like, it's Mm. like, fuck, like that's, that's the primer that like people need. I was Mm -hmm. really impressed by that. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They go into so much detail, even teaching you like the blocks and like how the different blocks work. And it goes into such a granular way that like it they want it seems like they want new people to learn how to play the game. And it's it's really, really effective, in my opinion. I'm fucking shocked at how good it is. Yeah. (laughs) Across the board, like four, I loved so much. I loved four so much. Me too. And five was such a fucking bath in toilet water when it launched that I (laughs) was, I gave up on Street Fighter because of like that first seven months of Street Fighter five. I was like, this fucking sucks. And they don't know what they're doing. And it's clear with six, they were like, out of the gate, this game has to be fun. There has to be stuff for you to do by yourself. There has to be a full Wikipedia of like how to play the game, like gentle introductions. You can take swimming lessons on the deep end or on the shallow end. Like it's fucking, it's, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it. Yeah. They, they, you know, like not having played five, but being aware of its reception, 
Um, and also that, you know, again, just the, with the way that it timed out <clears throat> playing Diablo four right now and remembering how Diablo three was received at launch. They obviously they, they, they patched the hell out of that game and they, they added an extensive, uh, DLC that, that, that really like fixed a lot of its issues and got everyone on board with it. Uh, but you know, the, the initial response to it was pretty negative, Diablo four feels like such a response to that game. Um, some have said like an overcorrection, but it, it's just like, it feels like they just put thought into absolutely every single aspect. And I have the same feeling from street fighter six. It feels like they just thought about absolutely everything. And we're like, we got to, we just got to like, what works about street fighter and how do we put it? How do we contextualize it in a modern sense? And yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking, it's a fucking home run. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just like, I've been looking for a long, for the longest time of like a fighting game to get into. And I figured I'd wait till this came out and see how it was. And it would either be this or guilty gear strive. And I don't know. I think it might be rolling with SF six for a bit, at least while it's in the zeitgeist. Cause it's a blast. I forgot. I just remembered an interaction that I experienced in the world tour mode that I didn't tell you guys about. At, at nighttime, I was climbing up a ladder and there was somebody right on the roof, like on the edge of the roof, or like just sort of looking out. And he was a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I talked to him and his name was The Watcher. And he was like, you know, somebody's got to watch over this city. You know, there's all this stuff uh, going on. And he stopped talking to him. And I just like kicked the shit out of him. Like, this game is so funny. Everything in this game is so funny. Yes. Like that's like I think yeah. something you can't really like undersell. Like anything you think you can do, like as far as like interacting with people, like you can go buy food from people to restore your health and then kick their ass. It's so funny. Yeah. Like, Dude, I just sold you a year. Yeah. What the fuck? Also, it's there's it's anyway, it's, good fight. it's it's gender agnostic. Yes, like you yes. can beat this shit out of everybody. Yes, everybody, and no, no matter what kind of outfit. Like there's there are some people you can't challenge to a fight that are like I don't know doing like some kind of like pre locked animation dance or some shit. But other than that. Most, mo- like, you can knock the fucking coffee cup out of somebody's hand with an uppercut. Yeah. And it'll be like, Stacy, librarian. And then you're like, just beating the shit out Yeah. Of and it'll tell, like, her power level. Like, she'll be like level two or something. And you're like yeah. level 27. And you just, like, knock her out in one punch. And then she's like, all right, good fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a in crazy game. Must be so brutal. <laughs> like, yeah. You try to live your life and, like, right. just runs up and just I know you moved, you moved to Metro City because it's, like, what you can afford. And you're like, I don't. <laughs> I can't fucking live here, man. <laughs> they they built a statue of Mike Hagar, and he didn't fix any of this. <laughs> what did he do? I said at the beginning that this was like a, a Dreamcast game, and one of the games that it evokes for me is Shenmue, mm-hmm. except yeah. it's oh sure fun Shenmue. But like, yeah. there is you. You can play other games inside of World Tour. Like, you can play Final Fight. You can run up to a fucking arcade. You can run up to an arcade machine, punch everybody on your way there, (laughs) and then, like, start playing Final Fight. And and it's a loving little recreation of the game. And I'm like, this, God, this feels like, it, it feels optimistic. Like, it feels like a, yeah. a, 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 a sunny blue skies game. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Yakuza earlier, which is, you know, another version yeah. of fun Shenmue. Yeah. But it, it's it's just like a much more stripped down, pared down version of of that game. It has the same sense of fun, the same absurdist comedy, the same not taking itself too seriously. Uh, and, and it uses all that, that as assets because it's like, this could be a, they, they could have gone in the Sonic direction and took things too seriously and been like, this is, well, this is Street Fighter, this is legit. But it's like, no, it's, it's going to be goofy. You're going to be playing arcade mode and it's going to be Cammy versus truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just like moments <laughs> yes. like that of just pure goofiness that just, uh, that just enhance the, 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 you know, like, like just, just make this world feel so specific. I, I don't know. I, I really love all of it. Ken's going to be divorced and it's going to be funny. Like, <laughs> okay. <sure. laughs> uh, any, any other thoughts on this game? Anything we haven't touched on? I, I, I didn't bring my joystick with me here to Amsterdam. Um, and I think that's the only thing that's going to keep me from, like, I was like, just like you, Nick, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Final fantasy comes out in like two weeks, right? Yeah. Two weeks. What am I going to fucking do? I'm going to play the demo until it comes out and then I'm going to play. So, but I think my saving grace is that I didn't bring my joystick and playing with a fucking PlayStation controller and trying to like play classic style meant that I invented a kind of claw for my hand. Like my, I physically was holding, (laughs) I was, I had my pinky around the, the banana part of the controller and then Mm -hmm. two of my fingers on top of the controller to be able to press different buttons simultaneously or flip between them. And then these two fingers were my left and right trigger on that. Does that, Am am I gesturing this right? It's yes. painful as fuck. You're, you're doing the Dane horrible. Cook double middle the sufi, finger. Yeah, the, the super <laughs> finger. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> like it's but anyway. I'm so I'm really. I, I but part of me is also like maybe I'll go get a joystick. Wow, wow. I wanted to do an international. I want to do a recurring international segment on this show. Yeah. Do I? Do I just start that right now? Do you, what what do uh, what do you mean exactly? I mean I don't even know what you're uh, what you mean specifically. Well, I could call it what do we call it? Like World of Game? Give me a title for what would be Get Play World the Tour. Map? How about the the World about Tour? The World Warrior. Oh man, World, World Warrior. Warrior. That's it. Heather Ann Campbell World Warrior. That's yeah, stupid. That's... Okay, what about Get Played World <laughs> that's Tour? Good. <laughs> Get Played World Tour. Get Heather Ann Campbell World Warrior. No, World Great. Tour. Get Played World Tour. Okay. So right. this featuring week- Heather and Gamble, the World Warrior. <laughs> okay, wait, <laughs> yes. what? There you go. <laughs> it's Get Played World Tour featuring Heather and Campbell, the World Warrior. Okay, okay, I take yeah that the whole thing. So we need like a stick. Okay, okay, <laughs> I don't know it. if I can do that, but yeah, well, I'll see what I can do. We'll figure it yeah. out. Somebody can make a music, right? I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> I haven't had. Did you just I've get the Street Fighter voice for- saying Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. Amsterdam. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Amsterdam. So I've only had four days here, but I was like, I really want, and if you're a listener and you are in Amsterdam or the neighboring countries that won't take me too long to get to, uh, I really do want to interview, like Guerrilla Games is based here. Like the, Horizon Zero Dawn guys. And um, there's a, a video gaming community everywhere in the world. A lot has changed since I used to live here 
many years ago. And one of the things that has changed is that there are, you know, dedicated video game stores where it used to be like, you'd go to the DVD store to get your video games. You'd go to Intertoys to be able to buy video games. I went to my first Dutch video game store, which is a chain called Game Mania. So you enter the store and it's the PS5 section. And it's like, okay, of course. That's, you know, that's your front-facing section. Everybody wants a PS5. Then your face, your, your eyes scan for Xbox and the Xbox section is kind of off in the distance and very small, but beside mm. it, much larger is the PS4 section, still gigantic. And I was like, oh no, Xbox is not doing well here, huh? Like, that's pretty rough. That's pretty damning. But I think worse than that is that then there was a kid's section in the back and that's where all the Nintendo games were. (laughs) (laughs) How rude. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, it's not like PS5 and then Switch and then Xbox. It's it's PS5, PS4, Switch in the kids' section, and then Xbox kind of buried underneath an end cap. Um, I don't know. That's the that's the beginning of my investigation here on the world tour. That's all I have to say. No, I, I mean you know the 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 series X and S. I think have been the sales globally. I think have been underwhelming. Certainly versus the PS5. I don't, I, and I kind of don't know why, because I felt like they were kind of in, on somewhat even footing in the last generation. Maybe the, maybe the, the Series S, Series X uh, with the, with the Xbox One S and whatever that, like, maybe that's just confused people. I don't know. <laughs> the name is so bad. It really is. That when Matt said that this generation of Xboxes is called the Xbox Series, I yeah. was surprised, even though I own an Xbox. Right. No, I agree with you. It's 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 bad. It's, it's, it's it's hard to track. That's uh, it. That's I, that was it. It was an <laughs> underwhelming first installment. I liked it. I thought tour. it was great. That's cool. No, you, it gives you've us a been baseline. there for four days. Yeah. That's true. I, I've been here for four days. I bought a bicycle and I biked to a game store so I could be like, I got to do my research. <laughs> they were like, "Who is this woman and why is she sweating?" <laughs> <laughs> she must have just got here. Uh, hey, uh, I, we, we've got our, uh, Matt, we've got our Ryu crew, yes. but did you say, w- was there a quiz or something we're yes, going to do? Yeah, Stephen prepared some quizzes, uh, like <laughs> a, a quiz. Stephen, like, I saw that there were some, I didn't, like, look at them too deeply, but I saw that there were answers included, so I didn't want to exclude myself from doing it. Do you want to do the quizzes? Or shit. Sure. Matt. Wow. No, I swear <laughs> to God, I saw, as soon as I saw an 100% answer. 100% cheating. No, I okay. swear. I, I, like, I saw I, that there were answers, but I didn't read them. How'd you know there were answers? Because I saw that they were they were bolded. There was, like, some of it, the question was not bold, and then, like, what there was, was, like. What was bolded? The answer like, to the question? Like, well, I just assumed that that so was, was more. It was more readable. And you could, like, it wasn't like it was in a tiny font. You just said, you admitted it was larger and, and bigger. Look, did I see one? Yes. But did I <laughs> stop immediately after that? Yes. Because I was like, okay, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do, I don't want to break the game. All right. This is a street quizzer. Uh, let's go. Wow. <laughs> he gave it a name. Good. Two. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, number one. All right, it's going to be multiple choice, and I guess you can ring in with your name. Great. Or okay, your great. move. Shout a move out. Oh, great. I'm going to yeah. do that. All right, sweet. Uh, question number one. Who gave Sagat 
the scar on his chest. Skullbreaker. Oh, Heather. Oh, wait, was it multiple choice? It is multiple choice, but you can answer if you know it. Wait, which canon? Oh, uh, games. I'm going to go with games. Games canon. Yeah. Games canon. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's hear the multiple choice options. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear the options. I will now read the multiple choice answers. <laughs> Is it A, Blanca, B, Ryu, or C, Shenglong? Weiger. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, excellent. I, I believe it is Ryu. You are correct. Oh, I wow. realize I have to keep score. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep score. Oh, you uh, can keep score? Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, so Matt's seen the answers. <laughs> I haven't seen score. Score. Okay. I don't know answers, now. But Maybe. I have five points. Right, Heather has two and Nick has zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what my move was that I yelled. Skull crusher? Skull breaker? Yeah. Skull breaker? Sure. I okay. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say Psycho Crusher just so you know. Nice. Okay. I'll I'll use I won't use Crusher then. <laughs> All right. Moving on along. Uh, number two. Uh, when does Straight Fighter Alpha take place, including all three Street Fighter Alphas? Is it a- Skull Skull Smasher? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Again with the, the early ring. In, what do we got? <laughs> Wait. What was the question? It was. <laughs> <laughs> Heather just wants to say that. This is is amazing. (laughs) When does Street Fighter Zero Alpha take place? Yeah, when does Street Fighter Alpha take place? Before Street Fighter Two. Okay, nice. I'll give it to you because uh, the question, the answers were between Street Fighter One and Two, Two and Three, between Two and Three, or Four and Five, and you were correct. Between One and Two. Wow. Correct. Nice. One point apiece. Yeah, Which is weird because Ryu looks really fucking old in one compared to <laughs> yes. what he looks like in Alpha. In Alpha. <laughs> yeah. Steven, have you played one? I have not. I've never tried it, but I just Dog know that. Dog shit game. Really it's not good. Not good. <laughs> that collection, that Street Fighter collection on the Switch that has like the sort of like Street Fighter like museum like thing on it is like is great it's like and that's on there but it's not worth that part of it's not worth playing but the other games in that collection are pretty great yeah i think it's worth it if you can get your hand on on street fighter one i think it's worth playing for curiosity's sake nice okay yeah i might try it i might check it out because you only you can only play as like ryu and ken i believe right yes gotcha yeah and and the it's it's just it's just really clunky it it feels like a a prototype But I remember it being like this is you know I, I'm I'm old as shit so I remember that that cabinet being at you know uh, a, a, at Aladdin's castle the local arcade and wanting to play it, playing it just because like I like that the characters were big like it was like that like it was just like oh it's like a fighting it's like a it's like a you know whatever it's a it's a karate game with big characters yeah. uh, and then just and just being like this is hard <laughs> not understanding that it's just not well made. Uh, <laughs> I have played uh, Street Fighter 2010 though. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> God damn. Oh yeah, yeah. That one's uh yeah not not a Street Fighter. <laughs> also weird and, uh, that that takes place in the past now. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Where, think? Uh, uh, where was the cybernetic future I was promised? <laughs> All right. Uh, question number three: Why is M Bison Vega slash Dictator so interested in Ryu? Is a A a cool dude? B wants his body to put his soul into? C 
wants to eat his heart and gain the powers of the Hado. Uh, oh, Psycho Crusher. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, my love of M. Bison is gonna uh, not help me with this because I, you know, I, the lore is I, I don't, I don't, I don't know all the lore. Um, but I'm gonna right. guess it's C. He wants to eat his heart. Oh, no, uh, so skull, smash, There, there. Uh, uh, it is because he wants to possess his body Palpatine style. Yes. Um, which is different from the reason Akuma is interested in Ryu. Correct. Uh, which is that Ryu can, has the potential of tapping the Dark Hado. Yeah. And if, uh, if he taps the Dark Hado, then he'll join the evil forces of okay. Akuma. Heather, you don't get an extra point. We just pulled this another point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> Canonically, there have been a few appearances of Evil Ryu. Yes. <laughs> no, <it's just> <laughs> Why does Bison want his body? His yeah. own body is good. He's jacked as yeah. shit. You know, I'm I'm also surprised. I wasn't sure why he wanted this body. That's like The Rock looking at John Cena being like, I gotta get in there. It's like, you're fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's larger than Ryu. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not like Palpatine who's like a shriveled, like, fucking little shrimp ass. Throne, yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. Decrepit, like, yeah, Crip Keeper little ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, point goes to Heather. <laughs> All right. By the way, the thing that upsets me the most about there's a lot of stuff about Rise of Skywalker that obviously doesn't <laughs> Here work. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. thing that upsets the, show. The, the thing that upsets me the most is having to think about Palpatine fathering a child. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Think about this fucking gnarled goblin. Like at a certain yeah. point, was like impregnated somebody. Yeah, he busted like oh, a little like blue shit. lightning nut. Yeah. It's fucking nasty. My 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 least favorite part of it is that you would spend six movies developing the character of Anakin Skywalker from uh from birth to fall to uh reawakening. And then you would mm-hmm. undo everything in order to throw it to Palpatine's granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Who adopts the name Skywalker? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, brilliant, brilliant writing. Sorry. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> okay, well, let's continue on. Uh, now, question number four: Which of these characters is not a shadow Shadowloo hench person? We have Balrog, the boxer; Vega, Claw; or C, Akuma. Weiger. <laughs> I I think it's I think it's Akuma. You are correct. You wow. Are correct. I saw Heather. He's kind of doing his own Heather, thing, right? Yeah, she's like racing to get to the microphone. Unbelievable. <laughs> I basically said that in the last. Why you're just listening to what I spoke. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, you didn't have to volunteer extra information. Yeah. It's on you. <laughs> It's right. tied up to a to a piece for Nick and Heather. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. This one's a interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question five. When Bison dies in Street Fighter Alpha 3, whose body does his soul possess? Is it A, Ryu, B, Rose, or C, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a deep cut. So, uh, uh, Skull Crusher. <laughs> okay, Heather. Charlie. Oh, close. It's not. Oh no, Sorry. Psycho I, I Crusher. That, I threw that in if just. It's, to... <laughs> if it's not right, then it's far away. I was wrong. You don't have to say close. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> I mean, in terms of proximity to the answers that I gave, maybe. What? <laughs> then uh, Psycho Crusher, I think it's Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Matt gets the point. I might have wow. given it away with that. But yes, it was Rose. Uh, canonically, I guess Rose is uh, M. Bison's like good essence, good side, like stripped out of him. So she is like technically M. Bison too. So it's weird. She's like the good part of M. Bison. Yeah. All right. All the best parts. <laughs> I, I love when <laughs> lore is just nonsense. I love when they're just like, yeah, fucking whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. this is canon. It's gibberish, but there yeah, there's an <laughs> evil Ryu. This fortune teller lady is Bison. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's what she is. She's, she's uh, from the yeah. circus, but is Bison. Wow. And she is hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No arguing there. <laughs> And Bison's like a Russian guy, but like she's Italian. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> All right, Matt's on the board. Finally. Wow. Uh, when does Street Fighter VI take place in the timeline? Is it A, directly after five, B, directly after three, or C, directly after two? Weiger. All right, Weiger. I'm going to guess the obvious one and just say it's chronologically right after five. A. Sorry. No. That's I think not correct. Psycho Crusher. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> because of what we know about, because M. Bison's in five. M. Bison dies in three. M. Bison's not in Street Fighter six. This game takes place after Street Fighter three. Oh, man, Matt there, <laughs> logicking his way to the correct answer. Very wow. good. Very well good. Well done. Wow. Boom. Now it's tied up. Now this is anybody's now, game. Yeah, everybody... I actually kind of know as much about this as everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought maybe Heather, I mean, Heather does have a pretty good edge with the way she talked about <laughs> for you and Akuma's yeah. history. <laughs> it's just these questions are making, I'm like, I'm like, like my first thought was, oh, it's Rose, and then I was like, wait, why would it be Rose? Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why did I think that even for a second? And then by that point, I I weaselled my own brain into not having the right, right. knowledge. Go with your gut because it's all batshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's true, it sounds wrong. <laughs> like, I mean, that was the, that was literally what happened to me on the first question and why I failed because yeah. it was like, who gave him the scar? And I was like, well, it. What? So, ah, it was Ryu, <laughs> but didn't they change it at one point? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, moving on to the next question. Question seven. Who is the big bad in Street Fighter 3 Second Impact? Is it A? Uh, uh, skull. Oh, shit. Go ahead. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. I'll read the answers. Is it A, Shadowloo? B, the Illuminati? Or C, Sin, S-I-N. <laughs> Heather, you, you still want to answer? Yeah, You're overthinking it. it. It's, it's, it's C, Sin. I'm so sorry. No, it is. Can, I, can you read the other, can, God, can you read the other options yeah, again? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because this, this is like second impact and that people always, people think about third impact. People aren't, aren't like, or third strike rather. People aren't thinking about third impact, uh, second impact all that often. 
All right. Is it A, Shadaloo, B, the Illuminati, or C, Sin? We re-eliminated Sin. Weiger. So. Okay. Uh, Shadaloo is a recurring thing. So I'm going to say for this one in particular, I think it's the Illuminati. <laughs> nice. All right. You are correct. It is the wow. Illuminati. <laughs> like the Illuminati that we know of in this world. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Did they change that in the, with Third Strike? Was I'm that like, sure. they're like, ah, oh, it's something else now. <laughs> it still might be the Illuminati. So, yeah. Here's. How the Illuminati works in the Street Fighter 3 series is they have created the being Gil, who who has fire and ice powers. Yeah. And he and he can like he can his offspring or his prototype is Seth. Right. Anyway, doesn't. It's amazing, though, that you were even able to. I almost want to give you a half point just for knowing. It doesn't so. fucking matter. I was like, <laughs> give her half point. Well, it can't be Why the not? Illuminati. That's a, no, it's sin, right? No, that's fucking Final Fantasy X. You dumb <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. Sin was in four, Street Fighter four. Uh, oh. They created uh, Seth and yeah. <clears throat> All right. And Abel. All right. So let's continue. Question number eight. Uh, Nick is in the lead right now. That's right. With by oh, one. Yeah. Okay. Dan Hibiki's fighting style, Psycho Ryu, translates to what? A, strongest style, B, Ryu style, C, Gangnam style. (laughs) (laughs) I really think it's C, and here's why. Oh, man, I am so sorry. (laughs) Skull Crusher. Oh, Heather. Okay. Strongest style. A, correct. Wow. Nick and Heather are tied for the lead. Okay, we have one more question left. (laughs) One more question left. Wow. Final question. All right. Let's make it worth two points. Wow. So, Matt, Matt uh, (laughs) I could maybe win. You could maybe win. (laughs) All right. This is rigged. <laughs> I don't. I didn't look at that dude. Matt had the answer case. I'm losing my score. man. He told me before the podcast started to do that if he was losing. To, do you to currently like, have give me an extra the point. email, Matt? You still have it, right? I have you the could email. Be currently looking at it. We can't tell because we are on. Look Zoom. me in my eyes. <laughs> I see a glow of a computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't purposely ruin a game. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's use that fire. <laughs> all right. Uh, question number nine. Which one of these characters does not have a personal vendetta against M. Bison? Is it A, Cammy, B, Guile, or C, Dan? We smash the <laughs> brakes. All right, smash the brakes. We got Heather. Smash the brakes. Dan does not have a vendetta against M. Bison. He has a vendetta against Sagat. Yes. Who killed his father. He very, <laughs> very good. Yes, exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. This, this you know because when you play as Dan in Street Fighter Alpha 2 mm-hmm. and you fight Sagat... Sagat is holding Dan's father by the head, who's a corpse, 
and he throws him away as you begin the fight, and Dan cries. <laughs> That's how you start yeah. the fight. That's like me out. I have a hard time focusing after that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice. After crying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, great quiz. Heather naturally wins. Thank you for that, Steven. Uh, hey, it's time for the Wii U play of our We Play You Play. It's your review crew, the Ryu crew. Hello, Ken. Wow. Hey. It fi- it finally. It's like, you know, it's part of yeah, it. That's yeah, that's right. It's very it's fitting. Part of it. <laughs> Never been more yeah, appropriate. Nice. Uh, this, these are all from our Discord, discord.gg slash get played. Uh, this first one's from Mom's Secret Recipe. 10 out of 10, Marissa is bae. I punched someone so hard they disconnected. Felt great. <laughs> funny that's uh, great marissa continuing the the it feels like the capcom's uh you know secret weapon of a giant woman yeah that everyone everyone gets horny yeah. for big lady is like the new thing yeah. yeah and you know what keep them coming <laughs> uh this next one's from trogdor killer uh as someone who likes fighting games but was scared of Street Fighter, this game is unbelievably welcoming and I want to keep playing through ranked matches even if I'm on a losing streak. Easy game of the year contender for me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, it's... it's I, I, all, all the... I, I'd be interested, honestly, as we go through these, if anyone has a negative reaction because I, I haven't heard much backlash mm-hmm. for this game yet. But I'm sure some I'm going to tell you, of the reviews that I pulled... None of them are negative. Everyone's like, they're all effusive praise. Um, This next one's from Cornell. Uh, The game has effectively pulled me away from both Tears of the Kingdom and Diablo. It's excellent and so much fun. Wow. No argument. This next one's from Baby Boy Brian. I suck mega ass at (laughs) (laughs) set. And that was it. That was the (laughs) That's all they said. (laughs) I suck mega ass. Um no, thanks for writing. They, in. they wrote, "I suck mega ass at SF6, but I find myself having a total blast with it anyway. It's absolutely my shit, even if I'm getting beat up all the time. Maybe I'm a freak, uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it, that's that's sort of the testament to how good the game is. Is like you could be losing and be like, that was still so much fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it feels kind of funner to lose in this game than in other fighting games because it's funny." <laughs> That might be yeah. it. It might be the time. I also like the we didn't talk about this, but like the colorful attack that you can do, where it's like uh oh it's yeah, a little, like punch and like the mm-hmm. whole background is like like a little paint like thing. That's like a really cool thing. Um, this next one is from uh from Rin. World two are such a blast. I'm pile driving old people into the ground, and it's the best nonsense ever. <laughs> ten out of ten. Would sure you can grandma again. <laughs> <laughs> And just two more quick ones. This next one's from Riley the Harpy. It came out during Pride Month. 10 out of 10. Another W for Pride. Um, And then finally, Classic Tibbs writes, SF6 Luke thinks 9-11 was an inside job. SF6 Ken knows 9-11 was an inside job. (laughs) 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 And and that's it. Those are some great comments uh, from our listeners. Uh, If you want to... um, uh, be in our Discord. It's discord.gg slash get played. And every month when we do We Play You Play, I solicit uh, reviews there. So come check that out if you like to uh, do that. Yeah, there's a link to that in our episode description. Um, and uh, our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out 
our paywalled show, Get Animated, Heather, where we're continuing or, or back to uh, Haruhi Suzumiya. Yes, we are watching mid-2000s mega hit, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, every week on Get Animated. I could not tell you what episodes we are on because we are watching it on in broadcast order. But don't don't start there. <laughs> like if you haven't watched the show yet, go back to the start of our mini series on Harui Suzumiya and and start in broadcast order. You're going to be confused. Which is true for a lot of anime, but this one in particular, yes. you will be baffled. Can I plug something? Yes. Of course. I never plug I'm never plugging anything and I want to plug something. Yeah. Um so this week, as of uh, the launch of this episode, is my first ever comic book that I wrote. Uh, I wrote oh, wow. uh, episode or episode. Oh, man. I'm TV writer brain. I wrote issue for issue 31. Well, let's try again. I wrote for issue 31 of Harley Quinn, uh, a, a short story contained within it. And if you like anime, that's what they asked me to do. They said, can you write us an anime type story? And I went, you got it. So, wow. Check out That's Harley awesome. Quinn at Congrats. 31. Come on newsstands or wherever you get comic books this week. <laughs> That's really great. There you go. Uh, and uh, our guest today, Stephen Fu. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephen. Anything you would like to plug? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Street Fighter 6, play more. Uh, I'm. If you want to watch anime, other anime, there's uh, Mashal called Mus- Mashal Muscles and Magic. It's kind of like a Harry Potter, One Punch Man kind of uh, <laughs> crossover sort of thing. Uh, um, I play Lance in that. Check it out. It's really funny and like lighthearted show. And like the WGA strike, like definitely like solidarity there. So <laughs> hell yeah. God bless you. Nice. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, thanks for joining us, Stephen. Yeah, thank you, Stephen. A real treat to have you on. Please come back. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Awesome. Thank you. Can you, is there any, can you do like, one sound or are you not allowed to do like a sound i mean what is could the you sound? could you make the sound of a punch <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yes <Yeah>. wow <laughs> wow <Awesome. laughs> we all got played 